I'm 24, he's 28, both undefeated. This is what the boxer world's been asking. They finally got it. I'll never forget, lad, and you got it with that punch, the way you got up like that. I am gonna have to ask it out the body shot challenge. Where did that come from? So I told my little brother, I was like, man, put on his body protector. I'm gonna be good at it. <laughs> I get to a moment where I am truly detached from like everything, because I'm so zoned in on yeah. every detail. So I'm gonna humble the world. What's happening? Chat and pony with Paddy the Baddy. Um, as always, let you know we're on Spotify and Apple and all them other streaming services. You don't have to just watch it, you can listen to it. And also, we are if you want any merch, get on the Apex website. I've told you all this before. Today, we've got a belter guest in, world champion. Uh, introduce yourself, right? Uh, name's Ryan Garcia. I'm a professional fighter, boxer. Uh, 23-0, 19 KOs. And, uh, yeah... Doing my thing. Yeah, yeah, doing your thing in a big way, lad. <laughs> I watched it, uh, I think it was your last fight. Was uh, Luke your last fight, Luke Campbell? No, my last fight was Javier Fortuna, but... What, uh, what, my... Well, the last one I watched of your fight, right. the last one I watched live, because we stayed up and watched that, lad. It was like 4am in the UK. Oh, Killer. Yeah. But I stayed up and watched that, lad. And I'll never forget, lad, and you got it with that punch, the way you got up like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this fella's a fighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> People call you a pretty boy yeah. in that, but... When you took that punch, lad, and you got up, it was like, he's a proper fighter. He's got heart. Because yeah. you got up like that. And the way your arm fell behind you, it looked like it was going to be a bad knockdown. And mm-hmm. you just got up instantly. Yeah, that moment was crazy. Um, yeah, when I got hit with that shot, kind of just... When I when I came to, I was already standing up. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's my natural reaction. Just to, to That's what up. I mean, you got up quick. Like, I was even thinking to myself, take a second, take a second, though, where people, like, get up too quick and they lose yeah. the balance I just stood up and looked down and was like let's go let's go yeah my, got my, up on like the four counts or something <laughs> my instinct well my uh what I, I said to myself in my head when i got dropped and i felt a little dizzy i said well i've been worse drunk yeah literally i said that to myself <laughs> and i was like i'm going right at him i mean that's just my heart it's my nature so i always knew i had that but you know you need a situation to prove it yeah and um i think that was one of the situations where i was like okay now everybody could see that um you know, I'm. I really love fighting. I've yeah. done it since I was seven years old, so I finally had a chance to get my respect in in, in a way. Yeah. So is that how old you were when you first started boxing? Seven, yeah. Yeah. I was seven years old when I started. Yeah. Yeah, that's young. Uh. So when was it when you had your first fight? Uh, eight years old. Yeah. Eight. Right. Right when I was able to. <laughs> my, on my birthday, I fought. Did you? Yeah. So I was waiting because you can't fight um any amateur fights until you're eight years old. So. On my birthday, they were having a, a boxing show, and I said, that's what I want to do for my birthday. Yeah, lad, that yeah. game, that, you know, 8.30, just like, yeah, swear the cake, let's just fight. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. <laughs> I actually lost my first fight, but after that, I kept winning. Yeah, yeah. nice. So how long was your amateur for then? Because you went pro at a young age, Yeah, 7 you? to 17. Yeah. Yeah, that's my whole amateur career. So I was amateurs for 10 years, and then I went pro at 17. And then, um, yeah, now I've been pro for now, what? Oh, six years, something like that. Yeah, I'm I went twenty-four, pro- so I haven't done the math in my yeah. head. <laughs> I could years. do the math. Yeah, seven, seven years, <laughs> seventeen to twenty-four. Yeah. I went pro at seventeen as well. You know what I mean, okay. you don't really hear of it that much. People have to wait till they're eighteen, but yeah. you were probably the same. There wasn't really anyone left to fight an amateur for me, yeah. so I had to just go professional. Is that That's the same true. for you? Well, no, kind of. I, I mean, I I made the Olympic team and. Uh, I wanted to go to the Olympics, but they changed the age group from 17 to 19. So I would have had to wait another four years for my chance uh, to go to the Olympics. So I just decided uh, to go pro because you don't make money. They're taking off the headgears. 
So you're going to be fighting without a headgear, and um, I just thought that it wasn't worth it to stay amateur. You see a lot of people doing that now, though, yeah. don't you? Like uh, Peter McGrail, a lad I know who went to the Olympics, his younger brother, Joe, he's mm-hmm. just hasn't done that path, and he's just went straight to professional. Yeah. I don't he, think it's... Because uh, I, I, I think the Olympic gold medal and all that, I don't think it's uh, as valuable as it used to be. Yeah. Or at least... Um, yeah, that's what you, I think. It used to get looked at a lot more valuably years ago, yeah. didn't it? Because if you come from having an Olympic medal straight into boxing, you were going to get a big purse, big uh, big push behind yeah, you yeah. because you'd won a medal. Now, now I think it's a little bit different. Um, but I think it's better that you just go pro. Start building your brand, building your name right away, and uh, trying to go that way. That's what I think. Well, we're half lucky in MMA. We don't have the option of the Olympics, you know what I mean? So it's go pro or nothing because you're not getting paid when you fight an amateur. Oh, wow, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're not getting paid. You're just getting ticket sales on you. So say, like, if you sell tickets, you get, like, 20% of the money on the mm-hmm. tickets. Do you still have... Do you fight with, like, any protection or anything as an amateur? Uh, no, well, when I was an amateur, the rules were different to what they were now. It was a little bit more like the Wild West back then. So the only thing you couldn't do in my amateur rules was elbow. Mm. You could knee to the head. You could ground and pound, head kick, you know what I mean? All of that with no head guard on, and we just wore bigger gloves, so like seven, eight ounce gloves. But now they've changed it, so they, they have like the IMAF, the English Federation, what look after every, everything. And they said like no knees to the head and stuff like that, so you can't knee to the head anymore. So the amateur rules are a little bit different. It done us well for when we went pro, because we basically fought it, but just right. needed to add elbows. Yeah. But Say that's the only other good thing about boxing, the amateur boxing and the professional boxing. Now that the head guards are gone, it's all the same. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They score it the same as well too now. So, lad, I just always yeah. think of some of the robberies in the Olympics. I always think of Roy Jones Jr. That was right? horrible. Well, yeah. it makes me feel sick how he never like got given that gold medal after he still hasn't got it. He still got the silver. I know, and he deserved it. But, yeah. You know, he made uh, the best of his pro career though, so that's good. Yeah, that's it. That's what you've got. That's where you get the money, that's, isn't it? That's all that matters, really. At the end of the day. But um, but well, that was my dream, though. I wanted to win the gold medal. So when yeah. I beat Luke Campbell, I, I I felt good. Yeah. yeah, I felt like I won it. Well, that's a lot of people's dream, as you say. But like the world title, I'd I'd rather have a world title personally yeah. like than a than a gold medal yeah, all day. Yeah, I honestly I'd rather have the gold medal. I, <laughs> to me, that was my dream. So I was like, dang. So, like I said, when I beat a gold medalist, I said to myself, all right, I feel like I got it. Yeah. Now it's all about making the biggest fights, um, getting that money. That's it. And then you've just, you've just set us up perfectly there, moving on to the big fights, the big money fights. Yeah. Like, you've got a fight coming up, haven't you? Yeah, i got a huge fight with Javante Davis coming up. Um, it's going to be uh, April, so, sometime in April. Uh, we already got it done, so now we're just waiting to uh, receive the papers from uh, – our uh, promoters and just sign it but we, they already worked everything out so the hard part's finished so yeah. uh past done just got a sign on the dotted line that's it that was, that, a, that was a long i was long gonna way. that's what i was gonna ask you about that's the thing with boxing nowadays it's like contact negotiations take so long one boxer blames the other the other boxer blames the other when really it's not that everyone's just arguing about getting stuff sorted mm-hmm. no one's scared to fight anyone Mm-mm. the paperwork just needs to get done and it's not the boxers what do that it's a gang of lawyers <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing uh especially such a fight like this where it's two different networks two different promoters uh it was very difficult to make but uh i have a great uh advisor lupe valencia that you know he's able to put it together and uh it wouldn't have happened without him i'll tell you that so 
uh, we worked hard, and uh, I made sure they couldn't say no, and uh, that's why we're here. So, started to fight the whole world being asking for. To be honest, it's it's nice to see in boxing a fight, a super fight, actually being made. Right at the right time too. Yeah, we're both uh, young. I'm 24. He's 28. Both undefeated. Um, I feel like this is probably this is what the boxing world's been asking. Is fin- they finally got it. It now, is now it's happening. So hopefully, uh. Everyone tuned in on this one. Yeah, everyone's gone. We've had for yeah. years. Everyone's been asking for like Errol Spence and Crawford to fight yeah. each other and stuff like that, and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. What I mean, and now two superstars are actually getting in the ring and fighting. It's that's the that's the main difference between UFC and boxing. I feel like UFC is always uh always making those fights happen. Yeah, yeah. but it's under one organization. That's why exactly because we're under one organization. You can't really start saying no to fights and like, <laughs> no, I want this, I want that, because you fight for the organisation. You've already got your fight contract. You're getting paid what you're getting paid. Yeah. You're fighting or you're not fighting. If you want to fight, you'll fight. If you don't want to fight, sit on the sidelines. Um, that's true. Yeah. But that that is the big difference yeah. between... Like, people always try and compare boxing and MMA. I don't think you can compare them. Mm. Boxing's been going for such a long time where MMA is a brand new sport. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Boxing has a long history. So uh, a lot of things have been established for such long. Yeah. I mean, you can't really change much. No, you can't. Like another fight we've all still been waiting for, like Joshua Fury. I know Joshua hasn't got the belts anymore, but yeah. everyone in the UK still wants to see that lad, and I think everyone around the world still wants to see it. Yeah, I would I would tune in for that. Yeah, you know? who wouldn't tune yeah. in for that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'd probably go with Fury, though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent, right? Yeah. I'd go with Fury all day, like against any heavyweight. Yeah, I was just about to say any heavyweight in the history as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd take him just because of his his range and how well he uses it. Yeah, his how size. big he is! Yeah, it's huge. I know we'd make Muhammad Ali look small, really, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? Like yeah. all them old heavyweights, George Foreman, Joe Frazier, he'd yeah, make them true. all look tiny. <laughs> he would definitely wouldn't make Joe Frazier look tiny. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Mike Tyson, it looked like a baby. I know, that's it. Imagine him yeah. and Tyson. Like, the height difference would be about this much. That would be crazy. But it's, it's crazy how big Tyson was, though. And he's still still a unit to this I day. Know. Tyson is a beast. Wait, yeah. which one are you talking about? Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike. Mike there, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I done his podcast and like, sitting yeah, next to him. Yeah. was just like, you are still a monster. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. Yeah, I mean, I for just, him to be that small and just going at it with all the heavyweights is nuts. I was just sitting there looking at him thinking, you could still rip someone's head off right now. And he's about 50 something, you know what I mean? For sure. And he could still just rip someone's head off the shoulders. His arms are still massive, lad. Yeah, he was made to be a monster in the ring. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he was. But his head movement was something special. Yeah, that was. That was on his defense. That was something special. Man, I, know. I think he's the only one that could pull that off because. Anybody else doing that? They're gonna yeah, go. you'd have to be like it. You just have to be like a tank, right? Yeah, like, where he's smaller as well, it probably helped him, didn't it? Looking under shots and then yeah, bobbing and weaving. They're but, not used to somebody that yeah, yeah that small. But the way he still knock people out was just savage. Exactly. Like yeah, that's a, a nice question to lead on. Who's your favorite boxer of all time? I don't think I have a favorite boxer of all time, but I got a couple that I look up to. Yeah. So I got Manny Pacquiao that I look up to, uh, Muhammad Ali. Floyd Mayweather, Oscar De La Hoya, like Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. Those are the ones that I kind of studied the most to see how they fought, um, and you know how they how they, you know, played the game. That's, yeah, that's really who I watched my whole life growing up. Yeah. Well, if you're a blend of them five, you're gonna be something special, exactly. aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, saying that the way you've just mentioned them, like, how would you define your style then? Like, would you say like you're? I would you're just a, say. Would you say you're a counterpuncher or an aggressive I got my own style. I don't know. 
I'm just a precision striker. Like, I just know how to hit people. I just envision before I go into the ring, you know, every position that's going to be played out pretty much because I fought so many times. I know what position I'm going to end up in or what I'm going to be looking at. And I just kind of analyze and visualize in my mind and bring that to practice. And the moment I get in the ring, it's all unfolding. People actually like, trip out because I shadow box exactly the way I think I'll, the fight's going to go. Yeah. And then most of the time it does happen. Um, so I would say that I'm just more adjusting my style to what's in front of me. So like when, how I fought Luke Campbell was has been so much different than I fought anybody else because I knew um, he was a rangy, long fighter, and he didn't have as much power. So my best way to knock him out would be taking it to him and, uh, and not give him a chance to use his range. And that's what I did. I just came at him, envisioned it, and I, I kind of actually said I was going to knock him out to the body because I knew sooner or later his body would start breaking down due to the pressure I'm putting on him, and then it happened. So I just pretty much my style is whatever is in front of me. Like Tank, when I fight him, it's going to be a much different style than I fought everybody else. Um, and, uh, yeah, I plan to win that one too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know my style. I really don't. I know what you mean because styles make fights. It depends yeah. who you're coming up against, what style you're going to yeah. use. I know exactly I'm what you chameleon. mean. I'm a chameleon. I'm just going to yeah. do whatever I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> blend into everything. Exactly. I'm going to blend in and make sure I find a way to win. So, so one question I wanted to ask you, like, this is a question I, I always get asked. I always get asked, do you feel nervous? You know what I mean? Mm. So I just thought it's another one that I, you're, you're a fellow fighter. So I thought I'd ask you. Yeah. I always get asked, that you get nervous? And I'm like, no not really it's, right. it's what we do you know what I mean your heart starts racing a bit when you're walking out on that but that's that's standard there's that many people looking at you it, yeah. it's bound to yeah. I, sometimes I get more nervous with these type of things but um, I used to get really nervous where it could affect me when I was younger maybe when I was in the amateurs or something but I sorted all those things out in my mind you know by just asking myself simple questions when I, I feel it may overwhelm me you know kind of like what's the truth the truth is i fought my whole life i know how to fight so yeah i just say to myself you know i'm gonna go in there and uh i'm gonna see the same things and then i just start focusing on the moment so if i'm in the back room i start focusing on um how can i make you know myself in the back room uh the best experience i could make it and then when i start going to the walkout how can i make the walkout the best it could be so i kind of like just focus on the moment in time and try to make that the best so, you know, the way I look, the way I act, you know, the the music I'm listening to, how can I make this the most vibey back room I can make it? You know what I mean? So I'm always asking myself those questions just to uh, focus on the moment. Like I said, don't let, you know, that the fight hasn't even started happening. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm not going to worry about it. When I get in there, then I'm going to be like, okay, then I'm going to start doing yeah. my thing. So that's what I try to do. Yeah, that's what I say. In the back, lad, normally when I'm in the back, I'll put the playlist on what we have on when we're sparring. Mm. I'll just put that on. That makes sense. I yeah. just get warm and flow. You know what I mean? Just... I I try I try to go in my mind where it's like so deep. I, I just want like no mercy. Like I I just keep on envisioning. I keep on saying that to myself. Like no mercy, no mercy, no mercy. The moment he does something, I'm on top of it. Like I just keep on reminding myself like this man is not gonna like he's not gonna do anything to me. And then I I think about okay, what would he do? It don't matter. I'm gonna I, like I just keep on. Like uh, like mantras in my mind all day long, all day long, just to really squeeze that out of me. So yeah, so I, like I get to a moment where I am truly detached from like everything, and I just, I it, it's so hard for me to come down too after the fight. I'm done, and I I I, I still I'm still feeling that like 
like I don't know I don't I can't really explain it but it's a it's a certain feeling that I get where it's like I'm completely detached and I'm just like zoned in on everything I know like mean. I'm on top of everything like if I I know some man's shoes untied from like far 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 because I'm so zoned in on yeah. every detail because like, I'm I'm thinking like what would he do I'm on top of that what would he do I'm on top of that like I'm no mercy I'm gonna squeeze this man I'm gonna hurt him like some way I'm gonna find a way to hurt him like I know I'm gonna find a way yeah because I really do want to hurt somebody, like knock knock them out. Like I'm sorry, not hurt somebody, but I want to yeah. knock them out. I know what you mean. Because you know I say I mean? stuff like that, but like yeah. I don't actually want to like yeah, hurt yeah, someone, I, but I want to I want to finish them inside the the cage or yeah, the ring. Yeah. I don't like I don't like fights going to distance. I, I I like I just I like to find a way to really like show my dominance. Like I I beat him at everything he thought he could do, and I finished the job. Yeah, that's it. You always want to like not force. I, I, I don't force anything, but like what I do, yeah. like my pace or. The way I I got on top of him on a moment that he wanted to rest, and I yeah. got him I got him at that moment, like I just like to assert my dominance where I, I knocked him out. I don't know exactly what you mean. Yeah. My last fight went to decision, and everyone talks shit about it, like because yeah. it went to decision. Just because you never finished them, people have something to say. Exactly. So I'd always rather get the finish. That's I what happened to me on one of my fights too. Like it, w- it went to decision. It was like my first comeback fight after a while, and uh, the guy survived. I mean, the guy was playing survival the whole time, but. You know, I dropped him and hurt him, but uh couldn't finish him. But, um, yeah, people were talking shit. I'm like, man. <laughs> he ran for the you know whole I mean? fight. He, like, <laughs> he, he didn't want to fight. If he fought, he would have got knocked out. But it, to me, it didn't really – it helped me look at the whole 12 rounds, and, and I was able to now take my training and look at it in a 12-round aspect. And I was able to, like – you know, my training got better from it. Yeah. Because I was able to break down like what what is the truth when I get to the eighth and ninth round I'll feel this way so I should probably focus on that you know what I mean yeah so I was able to uh, train better from that experience but yeah people people talk but you know you're only good as your last fight so it don't exactly. matter the next one you perform good they ain't, they're not even gonna remember that. yeah I know what you mean with yeah. the zoning and stuff as well lad, because I feel like sometimes when I'm in the cage I go on autopilot right. and it's just. I don't even know what's happening. It's just happening. You know what I mean? My body's just instinct, doing it. Yeah. yeah, instinct just kicks in, and I, I'm just doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's sometimes I do go on autopilot, and then sometimes I'm I'm really I really realize everything I'm doing. Yeah, like I know I'm countering them with this shot. I know, like when it's when I'm zoning in like that, it's 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 a different feeling. I don't know which one's better, honestly. Yeah, when I'm on autopilot or when I'm on uh, you know, when I'm there, it's weird. But I know what you mean. Yeah, like, sometimes when you're driving the car. You stop realizing you're driving. You're like, oh, yeah. Shit. But you're still breaking. <laughs> Lord says that to me sometimes. Sometimes st- it's like she'll drive somewhere and she'll go, wow, it's got here fast. Didn't even realize I was driving there. Like you just basically teleport where you just lose concentration, but you just drive normally. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're still breaking. You're still. <laughs> yeah, still that's doing crazy. everything normally, but you just you're not there. Yeah, that's mad weird. So how many amateur fights did you have then? If you was fighting from eight to seventeen, you must have had a good few there. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five. That's 225. Yeah, that's a lot of fights. That <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I've seen, I've been fighting so long. It's all I know how to do. That, that that's is why so when I started fights. getting shit, like you're not a fighter, you know, you're you're just like a social media guy, whatever they were saying. It was just like, man, if you only knew how much time. Yeah. I <laughs> you know how many fights I've had like yeah, you have no idea just give me a moment I tell you I'll show you I can fight you know because I mean? I've had to hear that kind of my whole life like everywhere high school middle school you can't fight you don't look like a fighter I get it just because of the way I look I oh, know. he's not a fighter that's why my whole my whole motto for this fight is just I'm gonna humble the world 
like I'm gonna show them you don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Because that's what the world likes to do. They'll see like something on the internet and they'll judge it like they know everything. They know yeah. all the aspects. But I want people to question uh, everything. You gotta question what you see. So what you see is not always what it is. So that's my whole model of this fight is uh, I'm gonna humble the world. Nice. Right? You gotta you gotta start questioning things. You know. And I have people saying to me, you know, people comment on my stuff, oh, he's not even a fighter, he's an uh, he makes the eyes and then saying he makes stuff on YouTube, stuff like that. I'm like, I wouldn't have YouTube if I weren't a fighter. <laughs> like, that's the only reason I have that because I'm a fighter first and right. foremost. Like, that's just the logic is not there. Yeah, the logic <laughs> is not there. People yeah, aren't making it make sense. Yeah, <laughs> you they're know not I mean? seeing through what they're saying themselves, lad. I bet oh. there's the thing, you know, um, you'd be you wouldn't be smart if you didn't take advantage of, uh, you know the opportunities you have. Yeah. Like if you're a fighter and you have a big following and people are you know watching, you you want to start building your brand. You want to start, you know, expanding. And I think this this is a great way. And 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 you know nobody nobody's gonna be there for you when you're done fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so you know you got to do what's right for you. You know, it's none of the fans are gonna pay your bills for you, lad. lad when you when you're retired, lad. If you have five fights a year. Yep. It's that simple, lad. We've got to make our own way in this world. We've all seen the, uh, the stories of a lot of, you know, not just boxers, but just athletes in general that go broke. Yeah. That's because they didn't think about the future. You know, this could all end quick. So I, I think it's it's great that we do this. Honestly. Yeah, it is. But I am going to have to ask you about the body shot challenge, lad. Like, where did that come from? Where did you start doing that? Yeah, I mean, I did that <laughs> with uh, my little brother one day. We were in the garage. This was when I was first blowing up on the internet. Your little brother boxes as well, yeah, don't he? Because he, he was on the same bill yeah, when you yeah, thought, Luke, yeah. I watched this fight as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's 7-0 oh now. He has a refocus in it. You know, he, he stopped boxing for a little bit, I think, for like two years. But now he's uh, he's back. Yeah, you know, He nice. just had a fight in, in Korea. And, uh, yeah, he's 7, 8, and 0, oh, and uh, he's doing his thing. So he'll, he'll be on this card as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so we'll put him on. But, uh, yeah, that kind of started in the garage. When I was blowing up on the internet, I was like, man, I want to come up with a new idea. You know, I can't just be hitting these bags all the time. So I told my little brother, I was like, man, put on this body protector. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> he was with it. He was like, let's do it. And I was like, all right. And I no just, hesitation. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> he just wants to do. He was. He's always been the guy that wants to do like the stunts and like the backflips on the yeah. everything. So I knew he'd be down to do it. And I, like I said, I just beat the shit out on, on camera, and then it, it blew up. And then before you know it, it just became a thing. Like yeah. everybody wanted to do it. Uh, and celebrities started doing it. Everybody was just like on top of it. And we're like, all right. Let's, let's, then it just became a thing. Yeah, it became like, a thing. Like, all right, let's go. Who was the biggest? When you done it then? Say what? It was the biggest when you done it. Oh, my brother's friend. <laughs> he, he was like, he wasn't the biggest because he did it, but he responded the worst. Yeah, that's what I mean. He took the shot the worst. Oh, yeah, he threw up. He threw so up. So that was the thing. <laughs> he threw up off a body shot. Yo, but he was like, he was like kind of skinny, but he was like, man, you don't even hit hard. I could tell you don't hit hard and blah blah blah. <laughs> and then I was like, man. Just get on that wall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you then. And did he then, put the body pad on as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did, and I and I cracked him. But then he threw up like shortly after the video, which is hilarious. Who took it the best then? Who took the best one? Off, e- yeah, easily Francis Ngannou. Yeah, he's a heavyweight though, lad. But he knew he, he after want, Francis. He, he didn't want to go on, on the wall either though. That was kind of weird. I was like, go on the wall like all these other guys, and he was like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, okay. And, <laughs> then, I, and then I tried to hit him, I couldn't move him. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you? lads. He Bro, think he walks you? around about 285, yeah. 290. He is a beast. There's like, no way I'm touching him. His nickname is so, The Predator, and he is like The Predator, lad. Somebody told me, it was like, okay, now his turn. I was like, nah, fuck you. I saw him, <laughs> the, I saw him in the PI and was just like, he is a monster. Yeah, he is a monster. <laughs> Wouldn't no. want to get it by him. No, no. After- it's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Francis thought we were talking the best because he's bound to take it. Like he's 280 pounds or something, 290 pounds. I would say Juju was taking it pretty good on the wall, right? Juju Smith. Yeah. He ended up going down, but he took it pretty well. Who's Juju Smith? He's I don't a know who that is. NFL. He, oh, NFL. He just won Super Bowl. He was Did part he play of for the, the Chiefs, Chiefs, yeah? Yeah, yeah uh, f- him. I'm a Phillies fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I was riding with the Chiefs, though. I had to. Well, I didn't have to, but, you know, I'm pretty lad, cool with just, some of them. Go, it's just how they, lad, it does me head in the way they just waste time. Oh, like that you last half minutes done my head in. They were just wasting time, and then like the Phillies went to let them score a touchdown instead of scoring. He slid on yeah. his knee. It's like, and then the fellow with the mustache, the manager's just looking at the screen, waiting for time to give another time out. Yeah, yeah. like they're just time wasting. What's going on? This isn't sport. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's play, lad. just score and let them have a chance to lad, score back. Real, right? real football, lad. Like Americans call it soccer. Real football doesn't have all them stupid breaks. It's just you play for 45 yeah, minutes, yeah, have a 15 minute break and play for 45 minutes. That's the cool thing I like about uh, football, or how do you even say it? Yeah. Soccer, football. Uh, I like that there's no breaks. Yeah. That's it's the best. just straight up Just goal. straight up. Lad, 45 minutes, extra, yeah, extra time, time. Then 15 minute break and then straight again, 45 minutes with the, like extra time. Yeah, that's pretty That's, that's it. pretty cool. I like that idea. Like no no timeouts. Yeah. Like that's a, what my, substitute him, my American friend from Philadelphia, when he came over to Anfield, Blaze, he was like, oh, lad, the way it doesn't stop, it's boss. You know what I mean? Because like, every American sport has timeouts, yeah. doesn't it? I don't really like timeouts. Well, boxing, they got a what, minute break. but yeah, You need that in boxing now because yeah, you you're trying that. to punch each other's face in for three minutes. You, you'd actually need in boxing <laughs> like I watched one the other day there's somebody I'm not really down with me American mm. sports but when LeBron beat the scoring record oh, yeah, yeah. and they had a big time out and everyone was on the court getting pictures with him they were losing his team was losing lad what what are you doing this is how it is getting man. pictures with everyone doesn't work like that when you're winning and you've won get pictures not when it's like you're getting beat lad I watched it. I was just, I was like, "That, oh my god, he's getting beat and he's getting all pitches." Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. That's like, well, what would happen if, like, say, a Messi or Ronaldo had like the goal record and, and they score? Would they take a break? No, no they no. just celebrate and go back to the middle. If that, it, it's like you knocking someone down and like you broke a knockdown record and everyone go and take a break. Aye. everyone get in here, get the confetti out. <laughs> know what I mean? No, it doesn't it work, work like, like that. that yeah. Know what I mean? So when I saw that, I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah, but, where is those? Like, why don't they have like more of like boxing records like out there? Be like, I know, like who has the knockdown record? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, who I wonder? Probably someone like Tyson in it, someone like that. Maybe or, or someone who's had like four hundred fights. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like Pacquiao's probably up there. He had a lot of fights, there. didn't he? Marquez is probably up there as well. Yeah. Marquez has had so many fights. What was his name? Sugar Ray Robinson. Probably. Oh, yeah. You're right he, there. He, he had about 400 fights in the end. They were having crazy like that, Roberto Duran. He's probably up there, too. Chavez. Chavez had yeah. a bunch of fights as well. And Is that who fought Ricky Atten the other week? 
Was that that Chavez? No, different no, Chavez. Who, who fought Ricky Hatton? Cesar Jr., was it? Junior. His son fought Ricky Hatton? No, I don't think no, so. No, Barrera it was. Barrera. It was Barrera. Oh, oh, was it Barrera? I think it was Barrera, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Barrera. And they were both like I like 50. Ricky Hatton. Yeah. Ricky was very good, lad. Very good. He just come up against two of the, the be- best boxers ever. Yeah, that's not, that's like come on now. What's your one out? Who do you pick out of them two then? If someone said Pacquiao or Mayweather, uh, I was I was thinking Mayweather would win. Yeah, yeah, just because of his style and Pacquiao's more of a he needs somebody to fight with him. Yeah, counterpuncher. Yeah, because he's always in and out, so he needs like a yeah a fighter that's trying to fight with him. But when a guy's just sitting back waiting for one counter, then it's gonna be I, hard. I'll be honest. Years ago, I never used to like Floyd. Yeah, because I didn't like his style. because yeah, I didn't appreciate it. But then when I found out that. His hands were bad, and he had to change to a defensive style. Yeah. I appreciated it a lot more. Know what I mean? Like I, I just thought his boxing was really good. Like no matter what, even when he fought Canelo and all those other fights when he wasn't his prime, I, I thought. I mean, I don't think he runs that much. Like I don't, I don't know what people. I like Pretty Boy Floyd. Yeah, that was that was nice. That that he used to absolutely beat people up. Yeah, I mean? He used to get hit with some hard shots too. The people don't know he got he has a chin on him. I mean, Demarcus Corley cracked him. He was like wobbling everywhere. I remember the Mosley one. Mosley, Mosley cracked, cracked him. him. You know, so but everyone always mentions the Maidana fight with him, don't they? Everyone yeah. always mentions or, that. Or uh, what was it Castillo? Yeah, it's always the southpaws with him, isn't it? Was it it's Castillo? The Jose Luis Castillo. That almost yeah, beat him. I think it was. Or that, I think he beat him. He lost. Was, he, he had a rematch sure and lost. beat him. Was that when he had a rematch and beat him? Yeah, yeah, he for sure lost one of them, but they gave it a Mayweather. But it's yeah. all good. What do you think of Francis Ngannou going into boxing? I mean, that's going to be, like I said, hard for anybody just getting into a new sport. Vice versa, boxing, you know, somebody going into MMA, you know, it's going to be tough. Yeah. So I think it's going to be tough for him. Um, I know he's a one-of-a-kind athlete, obviously. That's why he has the opportunity to go in there and, you know, get a fight with some of the biggest fighters. But, um, like I said, these are two different sports. Yeah. You know? um, if you don't understand the little aspects of it, you're going to be in trouble. If you think you're just going to land a punch on anybody, it don't work like that. You know, you got to understand, you know, the little details that can set up that shot, um, even if it's just foot moving or kind of understanding the range is mo- probably much different than uh, MMA. Oh, it's very different. You got you to gotta watch out for the takedown. You got to watch out for the kicks to the legs. I'm glad my, my boxing coach shouts at me so much because of my stance. Right. Like, it's different, he, right? He blames that for me chin being up because my footwork bad and my stance is bad. He blames that for me chin going up. He said, it's not your chin, it's your footwork. Yeah. But because we do MMA, sometimes I, I can't get that low because if I get kicked in it, me think you're going to go if someone shoots in I get tucked down yeah. where like in boxing I feel like the range is well it is the range is so much different way different yeah. so much different and then when different positions you know you might be in the inside you, you have to create space a different way than you might do it in MMA because MMA they might go into a clinch right away yeah. boxing they might just stay right there so there's a lot of little little things aspects that are different so Nagano when he goes into it uh, I just hope he gets paid good because I don't think he beats any of those guys. I think that he could get hurt by Deontay Wilder. I think best shot. No, I think I think all of them could knock him out, but I do want him to get paid. So uh, I wish the best for that he gets the best deal. Wilder sure. could knock anybody out. Anybody though, out there. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean. That's the thing. When I watch Wilder, I watch him and think he doesn't look like he can technically box. The only thing he knows is range on that right hand. Yeah, like Literally. it doesn't look like he can actually box. You know what I mean? And I don't understand where he gets his power from because his legs are like that. 
It's crazy how much power that man generates. It's natural. It doesn't strength. make sense. Yeah. Inner strength. I tell people all the time. You see, when you got that certain explosion, you know, you can't teach that. No, you, know, you can't. Like the way I could spring off with my left hook is just. I don't have to. Nobody taught me any of that. I just yeah. know how to. It's just something within me. Like I just. I just thought I've I've heard people with my left hook since I was little, so I can imagine how many times he knocked somebody out with that right yeah. hand. Sleep. So uh, and I don't have I don't have big legs at all. I have little legs. My legs are skinny. So um, you're I, not I, a heavyweight though, brother. I know that's know what I mean. Crazy. You're not a heavyweight. Like, that's the difference. <laughs> but he's also like yeah, he's like he's almost tall. seven he's foot. Like, right? Yeah, he's like six eight six yeah, now, something like that, isn't he? He covers he covers distance fast too. Like I think if he fought Anthony Joshua, I think he'd knock Anthony Joshua he, out. He probably knocks out. Yeah. I, think. I think he knocks Anthony Joshua yeah. out. Hundred percent, I think so. Because Anthony gets hit a lot too. Yeah, Anthony, he hasn't he hasn't been on top of his game lately. Like Usyk. he's got a fight announced now, though, hasn't he? He's just got a fight announced. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fighting and what's his name? I forgot who he's fighting, but I think he's it's like a comeback fight. Yeah, or no, because I seen him. He got asked the question, and he's never answered the question like it before. Did you see the interview? Yeah, money, money, money. Yeah, money, money, money. I've never heard him say anything like that before. I like that aspect of. I mean, just I being like honest. that. Yeah, perspective of it. We're prize fighters. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're prize fighters. I think it's well. always been that. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way, um, deep down, you know, you want to make the most money you can make. You want to get paid, don't you? Especially because we're putting our bodies on the line. Our and been on doing the line. it for a long time. Yeah. You know, underpaid, so it's like about time we start making that money. Um, that's why I can understand why Francis has went. That's, you know what, that's I mean? what I'm saying. Yeah, I can understand that. But it's crazy when you see someone like his his boys in the UFC talking about like, oh, he done it, he done it for he needed to do it. Yeah. You signed the contract like six months ago. Why didn't you do it with him then? If you're his boy, you know what I mean. Yeah. Seeing as he talking about it the other day, if you were his boy, you know what I mean. <laughs> you wouldn't have signed the contract, lad, and you would have tried to do the stand with him and right. never. Right. But. I, 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 uh, how much how much was Francis uh, offered to stay in the UFC something like 8 but million he said he was going to be the highest paid ever heavyweight ok you know what I mean and that's that must be quite high if Brock Lesnar was a heavyweight in the UFC I know it was a couple of years ago but Brock only been getting paid lightly that's crazy I want to uh, I wanted to see him fight John Jones though everyone did love I wanted to see that bad I've seen a few people saying hopefully Francis has like 2 or 3 boxing matches and then Jones is the champ. So by the time he comes Ooh, back... Crazy. Know what I mean? So by the time he comes back, Jones Be has huge. got the belt and he can fight each other. But I'm with you on that. If Wilder beats him, Fiori beats him, yep. Anthony Joshua probably beats him yeah. unless he catches him with a big punch on that's the chin. What I, that's why I was kind of hesitant on that. I'll but it's not... That. They're not four-ounce gloves either. Yeah, they're not. They're like yeah. 10... The heavyweight fighting 10s or 12s? Uh, 12s. 12s. Three times the size. You don't know if he could carry that... That velocity. carries that power yeah. all the way through. That's a, that's the main thing. Like when they seen Connor knocking everybody out with the four ounce gloves, and then he fought Floyd. It was like he didn't have power. Yeah, it's completely different. Like I always say to people, people think the four the four ounce gloves is to protect you. It's not. It's so you don't break your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's the it. only reason that we wear four ounce gloves is so you don't break your hand. Because if you obviously the fight will get stopped if you break your hand. Yeah. So they wear the gloves to protect the person's wrists. It's not for the person's head. <laughs> no, that's deadly to fight with four ounce. Like that's scary. Uh, when you pull them out and you do that, you go. Like my boxing coach goes, I could take over the world in these. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like, you probably feel like invincible. Yeah, that's what he says. That he puts them on and goes like that. Chris, he just looks at his hands like that. Feels but like that, he's Iron Man. But that's why sometimes you watch like a UFC fight and then all of a sudden he barely touches. Oh yeah, it's literally crazy. only takes a little clip, a little, little, clip, little right? one on the back of the head, little one there, and people go down. Yeah, because I mean, 
there has to be a big difference with those fours. Because if I know there's a big difference between 14 and 8, imagine 8 and 4. Yeah. That's what I mean. If Francis is going to go from 4 ounce to 12. That's a big difference. That's a big difference, lad. I think he might be underestimating that, though. I, as you say, I'm with you. I hope he gets paid, lad. Cause That's what I said. I like Francis. You know what I mean? He's a nice fella. So it'll yeah. be nice to see him get paid. But And if he could put up a competitive fight, even better. Yeah. I saw Dillian White saying about having one of each. Having a boxing match oh, with him and right. an MMA fight with him. But that would be cool. I don't know what promotion he'd do that with. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even know the other. Bellator, right? Isn't really... Bellator's the other MMA promotion, yeah. But That's the second biggest? Uh, yes, the second biggest. UFC, Bellator. There's PFL as well now, though. That's another league, you know what I mean? That's another one. So that's big as well. And then the biggest one in um, uh, in Asia is one. Oh, okay. They do four-ounce glove Muay Thai fights. <laughs> Have you not seen one of them? Uh-uh. Lad, watch Crazy. them. Four ounce gloves, Muay Thai in a cage. Crazy. Three knockdown rule and that. Right, what do you think about slap fighting? I'm not into it personally. Yeah. They signed up for it, so it's on them. You know what I mean? If, if you're going to sign up for it, lad, it's on you, but yeah. I, I personally won't be watching it. Yeah, I think it's stupid. It's mad, lad. I think it's stupid. Like, I think it needs to be just like. As you say, though, them, them people yeah, are they're signing, signing up for it. Lad. it? But like, like if people signed up to like stab each other, like that 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 shouldn't be allowed though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yo, they signed wouldn't up. be allowed. You're right. You wouldn't be yeah. allowed to do a show. Who's the best stabber? Yeah. You wouldn't be allowed you to can't do that. Do show. that. You yeah. wouldn't. That show would get banned instantly. Who's the best stabber? I know, right? This is uh, like when I seen that guy, his face got indented. I'm like, okay, oh yeah, this that is was stupid. messy. The big heavyweights, he and just, he won. I know that's wild. he won. I've seen some I, of the ones. What do you mean, one though? You can't I win. I, what are you, you both winning? lost. <laughs> you both lost. Nobody won. To me, it would be like all, it's like going to be up to the coin flip. Like whoever gets whoever hit gets first, to go first. Yeah, that's who's like, going to win. Because you see that a lot, don't you? And I've seen it. The UFC, like one of them in the UFC posted today. A dude who was on the Ultimate Fighter, Pena vs Nunes, the last season Ultimate Fighter, the heavyweight is in the slap fighting thing. That's crazy. And I saw him slap someone and knock someone out the other day. But it's just crazy, lad. How you can. I can't believe there's rules. Like what, it's defenseless. Not like you're taking a shot defenseless. And they're like, you, he, like back. the guy knocks him out, but he stepped, you know, and then yeah. he's like, oh well, he got disqualified. But since the other guy can't continue, we're gonna give the win to the guy yeah. that <laughs> knocked him out. Lad, like, why even have rules? Stepping. You see some mad stuff on the internet. Like there's there's like M- M- MMA in a phone box. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, I've seen. Oh lad, just this is getting a, wild out here. Makes a mockery of the sport, lad. Hundred percent does. And there's ones where it's like three on one, and it's like three big fat fellas running at one fella who's normal weight. Oh, it's lad. Have you ever seen any of them? No. I swear to God. Some of the stuff you see on them Russian and like Russian MMA shows is just crazy. But yeah, before we finish, lad, yeah. I have an A part on the podcast and Ask Party segment. Okay. So I've let everyone know you were coming on. We've got a few questions awesome. here off people. So we are. First one. Just like a question I asked before from Adam Simpson, how hurt was you from the Luke Campbell knockdown, and was Luke your toughest opponent to date? I was uh, on a scale of one through ten. I was probably like a four, four out of ten. Kind of hurt, um, but I didn't really, f- you know, what I mean, I wasn't like out of it for more than ten seconds. You know, I'd say I mean? less than that. Like yeah, you got up, than... you got up about in about four seconds. I bet your coaches were shouting as well. Stay on your knee for a sec. Stay on your knee for a sec. Yeah, but I was just up. So yeah, but that was my toughest fight. He was the hardest to to figure out. He was a very experienced fighter, and um, that, at that, that point, that body shot though, yeah. that was just picture perfect. <laughs> that was Bad. crazy. And then the way he screamed. You know what I mean? That was just like. <laughs> 
that was real emotion right there yeah for sure like yeah. the, the the picture where you see like you land the punch and then there's one where he's going down on his face yeah i mean where he's just seeding off the body shot that was a moment in time for sure yeah it is a bit of a mad one lustre one three seven nine what do you want to accomplish by 30 big fan ryan what do i want to accomplish by 30 uh i just want to be the biggest in my sport the biggest fighter uh in boxing and um I want to accomplish everything, so we'll see. Just conquer. That's it. <laughs> yeah, undisputed champ and that, you know, yeah. that I want to win all the belts. Yeah, yeah. Mar- Marty Wilson asks, as a young rising star, how much of a positive influence has Canelo Alvarez and other guys been for him? Uh, you know, everybody has an impact on me in some way. Even, uh, you know, if I meet a, a guy on the street, everybody's going to have some type of influence in some way, you know, I try to see the good in everybody and what I can learn from anybody. So, um, same way Canelo can influence me is the same way probably he can if I met him. So, yeah, uh, I just feel like uh, if you keep on looking for the good in people, you, you'll be influenced. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody has an impact on me. Yeah, everyone can make some input. I always say that in the gym, like a little kid can show you something that you've never seen before and you could use in a fight. Yeah, it could enlighten you some way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Belt a name, by the way, dad bod jokes. Brilliant name. <laughs> Ask Ryan if he if he ever would truly cross over to MMA. Mm, I would definitely would, it would have to be a significant amount of money for me to do it, and, and that's uh, not happening in the MMA world. <laughs> <laughs> the significant amounts of money to what the he's getting in boxing isn't gonna do it. The only one I fight that I think would be a big fight is me and Sugar Sean O'Malley. I think that would yeah. be a big fight. Who's fighting a similar? You're lighter than him, aren't you? I think. I think we're around the He's same 135. Yeah, I'm 135. You're 135 yeah, as well, yeah. 140, So, if any fight that would happen, it would probably be us. For yeah. sure. I mean, he talked about it too. He wanted to fight me in boxing. You and him in a K1 fight, that'd be big. What's K1? Kickboxing. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I've never... It's like that, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know, bro. Get kicked in the leg. I can't kick for shit. Uh, my boxing coach hates it when, like, only messing, I'll just tap him and he'll go, lad, what the f*** are you doing? No, it pisses me off. Like, it's like, bro, how can I... F- Block that, and you have a bruise immediately. There's no way I, I could like you can't defend a kick. You just gotta take it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could check it. But you check it, but it's funny because <laughs> doesn't that hurt? I've, yeah, it can. But it depends whose shin is more conditioned. That's so if you try to kick me and I checked it because I've kicked a lot, it wouldn't hurt me and it'd hurt you. Yeah, that's what crazy. I mean. So you really got to condition it too, right? Yeah, you know, you've got to condition it. I start so. getting the bamboo sticks and just. That's start. what I mean. No people think that it's that, and like Thailand, the kick sticks. Uh, bamboo sticks and everything mm. when they're young it's just because they've been doing it for that long like your wrists and knuckles will be more conditioned than mine oh, definitely that makes sense. You know I mean? like I've had two surgeries on this one and one on this one oh, wow. where my hands are cabbaged <laughs> 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 but yeah another one Stephen Graham asks what's his best cheat meal in and out of camp what's my best cheat meal uh, see this is one I can't answer I get asked this all the time and there's too many different foods I like to pick one I don't even know like cheat meals I eat everything. I don't. I don't See, know. He's, he's with me. There's no, he eats there's everything. No, there's no like a specific cheat meal. I just just eat whatever, do whatever. Yeah. I just don't. I don't ever drink soda though. Yeah. Even out camp, I just like. I'll, don't I, See, I um, that's what I'm I bad lost for. It. I, like, love I lost Coca-Cola. Love. Yeah. When I when when I was younger, I used to drink Coke all the time. Yeah. I think I stopped like 21, and I haven't drank soda at all. Just bubbly water. I it. wish I could do that. One, just try bubbly water I'm telling you It's going to go away No sparkling water That's what I'm saying Yeah I call that Tory water 
<laughs> like posh people water. It's gonna no. I tell you, it takes away the feeling of like wanting soda. Like I think I'm drinking Sprite. I'm just, I'm just drinking. All. Yeah, like like the Queen will drink sparkling water. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Hot, posh people. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very good question, David Burke. If you can make the perfect boxer from parts of the best boxers of all time, who would you choose and what part do you select? Right hook, left hook, defense. Oh man. That's just there's a, too many there. Like that's very that's a yeah. lot to break down. If it's saying uh, chin, I'm gonna pick Marvin Hagler. Oh, Marvin Hagler was a beast. Yeah, if what a gonna, guy. If we're gonna say uh, like defense Floyd, probably defense Floyd, power Tyson, right? Yeah, defo. Where did you say that? Yeah, he was more powerful than him. Was there was there was a guy that there was like, ones like pound for pound like like Gerald McClellan and stuff like that. People no, there was also them. what was his name? <sighs> the one is this the one that's got the higher knockout ratio? As the higher percentage. He was just known... Julian Jackson. Yeah. He was known as, like, one of the most monstrous punchers in the world. Wasn't he the one that ended up getting disabled in the ring by it? Julian Jackson? I don't think or so. Or was that him, or am I thinking of McClellan? Think was, no, yeah, that was McClellan. It was yeah. McClellan, yeah. When he fought Nigel Ben. There was just a lot, there's a lot to break down. I I mean, I just... Yeah, there is. There's I don't too feel much like going into my, my thought bank like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Second's the last one. A uh, cool question might be to ask if you would ever fight in a different weight. That's from Young Dud. Yeah, uh, 147, I would like to fight at, uh, against like Terence Crawford, Errol Spence. That's what I love about boxing, though, that the weights are nice and close. Like, yeah, there's so too many weights, much, like, yeah. but in the in MMA, there's not enough. Yeah. It goes 135, 145, 155, then 170, 185, then 205, then just heavyweight. Mm, so yeah. there's, there's not many weight divisions, so there is. I think I'll be my best at 147. Well, I'll probably be my best because um, I'll be at more close to my natural weight. I won't have to cut that much, and I'll just be strong. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like 147 would be the way I would want to fight at, or heavyweight. (laughs) We'd all like to fight at heavyweight. I always say this. I'm jealous of the heavyweights when I can't eat, and I've got to go and get in the sauna, and the heavyweights are sitting there drinking chocolate milk. I know Tom Aspinall done it to me last time I was just looking at him like they're so lucky man lucky though yeah last question Um, Joey Anderson this is a good one after you mentioned shadow boxing before what are some good shadow boxing tips for beginners Uh, well for beginners just to work on your technique and make sure that you know listen to your coach and whatever he's asking but for me like I try to envision the guy in front of me so and really um kind of putting me myself in a place of a position that I know that I need to work on. Like yeah. if, I, it's, if it's in the inside or if it's uh or if it's um uh a move a fighter has done on me that put me in a in a weird spot, then I'll work on that. Um so just visionary becoming a visionary or like really pretending like you're fighting somebody. Don't just shadow box just to shadow box because yeah. I mean You'll get bad habits and stuff, it's don't you? It's just cardio. Yeah. You know I've done that years ago, I'll be honest. Shadow box, just don't flicking yeah. them out and it gives you bad habits. It does. Um, a lot of my best shots that I've knocked people out have came from me shadow boxing because of what I know the guy is doing a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I watch, say I watch one of his fights and I notice a move that he likes to do and then I really put it like in a first-person perspective and then I keep practicing a certain move, that was where, where a lot of my knockouts have came from, and I probably give a lot of credit to envisioning the guy actually there. Yeah, yeah. nice. And know what, just before we finish, like I've got friends myself, lad, this is a question from me. 
like one of my mates, Brandon Dayard, he's fighting for an English title in boxing next week. I mean, in a few weeks. And uh, is there any advice you'd give to like young boxers? What's like the best bit of advice you've ever got? Because as I say, in Liverpool, it's a big fighting city. A lot of boxers, a lot of MMA fighters. Yeah, my whole thing would be, uh, don't look just to win. Look to do something spectacular. You know, a lot of people say, oh, just get the W. But you, when you're coming up, you wanna, you wanna give a, give people a reason to follow you. Yeah. So um, if you can find inside yourself to do, uh, to something out of the ordinary, look for it. Yeah. And really, uh, some people say manifesting. Uh, yeah, I guess manifest uh, something amazing. Yeah. I used to say when I would go saw uh, when I was gonna fight one time, first time fighting on TV on ESPN, I said to myself. I want to do something where I end up on Sports Center top ten, and I don't think a boxer has been on that for a while. And then um, I knocked out the guy in thirty seconds, and I did it in a crazy way. Um, so yeah, envision something amazing, and yeah. try to make it happen. Well, that's what I mean. Add a little sparkle to your fight. <laughs> Nobody just wants to come to fight to watch a, you know, twelve rounds of uh, like the whatever. People want entertaining as well as yeah. fighting. Yeah, you want to do something special in that ring, so uh, declare it and make it happen. Yeah, he's good yeah. enough to do that as well, so I'll yep. tell him that. Thank you, right? But uh, thank you for your time, fella. Uh, let everyone know where to find you, your social medias and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, follow me pretty much everywhere at King Ryan. Uh, it's pretty simple. And, uh, yeah, look out for my fight with Javante Davis. It's going to be on pay-per-view, Showtime Boxing. Uh, we're going to do it big. I'm going to humble the world. And uh, stay tuned for that fight. Yes, we're looking forward to seeing Rye punch your man up. Just know Boom. the score. Like, comment, subscribe. See you next week. Boom.